Audio by Raising Free People Network. This episode was going to be a shortened version originally. It was going to be the short version of the full State of the Podcast Network session that now lives as a public post on patreon.com forward slash Akila, which means you do not have to be a patron to access the full audio as well as my timestamp notes and the graphics that accompany that message. However... <laughs> As is often the case with me, spirit arranged me differently. So here I am after a sleepless night last night with a whole new idea one day before we are set to publish this episode. (laughs) Our primary audio editor, Juan Perez, is so patient and brilliant. He's a great partner for me here on Fear of the Free Child because... I don't need to like perform perfection. Once we got to the point on Patreon where I could bring in consistent support for editing this podcast, I was going to go with a big company that could do all the bells and whistles and that whole thing. One of two main reasons I didn't is because most of them require you to give your content like four or five or seven days in advance. So I would be recording it, you know, a week or two. And there are some things that I record in advance, but I like to feel through the shit, you know, and like really be with it close to when I'm going to share it publicly for the first time. That's one reason. (laughs) Actually, the second reason is because Juan was like, nah, I started with Fear the Free Child and I want to continue. I love this project. I love what's happening. And I think it shows up in his work. And so... Juan (laughs) is patient and brilliant, but also I cannot be sending shit like five minutes before we're supposed to go to publishing. But that's what's happening right now. So I'd already sent him a message saying, "Uh, "Okay, if you can't do it, it's no problem. I'll publish the episode myself. I'll go old school season one for Dolo and just like publish the episode myself. So we shall see. I still don't know yet as I'm recording this, whether you're listening to Juan's proper version or my we gonna make this happen version (laughs) so while the purpose of this final episode of 2020 and the final episode of season five has not changed at all the intention has not changed at all but the content what i'm sharing and the flow of it completely has So RaisingFreePeople.com forward slash 201 is the show notes page and you don't want to go there because uh, it has the details to these things that I'm going to be sharing here. I got to take a minute, a pause, because I needed to shout out Daniela, Danny, who supports us with the show notes page. If you're following us over on at Fair of the Free Child on Instagram, you see that our show notes um, are in English and in Spanish. That's because of Danny. Shout out to Danny. Okay, sorry. Um, Dance Hall Vibes. Danny did the show notes. That was my point. (laughs) And it also has more detail. You can't keep using tools of oppression and expect to raise free people. First, you're going to be hearing an audio clip 
from the teaser video that I produced to share that the full State of the Podcast Network session or address or whatever was coming. I'm going to share that clip. Then I'm going to play another clip. This one is from the full session, the full 40-ish minute audio. It's going to tell you about the courses inside Raising Free People on School. So it's not the whole audio. It's just a part of it that tells you about Raising Free People on School. Again, if you want to hear the whole thing, you can listen on patreon.com forward slash Akilah. It's a public post. But I wanted it here, too, because I know that wisdom building and clarity seeking around self-directed education and the skills and practices I know that those things are big energy right now. So I'm called to serve that by sharing some of the details about the ways that I'm collaborating inside of Raising Free People on School and have already collaborated. And I'm going to tell you the courses that are in there and I'm sharing the order that I think you should take them. So that's a way for us to expand the exploration of unschooling as I understand it and practice it and study it. After that... I'm going to share the end part of the State of the Podcast Network address because I want to go on record about my thoughts on funding, especially funding for Black creatives as I'm learning slowly, slowly the landscape <laughs> of funding for creatives and I'm side-eyeing much of this so-called support and funding opportunities type thing. I really am. It's giving colonization energy big time. And I talk about that in more detail, again, in the full address, but I wanted to put a clip here too because um, we're not going to act like this is okay. What do in that? Okay? So, RaisingFreePeople.com forward slash 201. The details are there. And um, let's get into the episode, right? And after those clips, I'll pop round again to celebrate our November and December Make It Happen family members and to tell you what's going to be happening in January. Because even though we're going to be in between seasons, I still got things for y'all, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I can okay. stop it? Yeah. Let's go then. It's been 1,414 days since I published that. And four, three, two, one. This podcast is from the perspectives of the people we tend not to hear from in the self-directed education movement to explore what unschooling and other forms of self-directed education... I was angry. I was angry. And I wanted to address some of the questions that I've been getting as an unschooling writer about the fears specifically for Black folks around raising free people in a world that tended to dehumanize and disappear us. Fair of the Free Child podcast was my response to needing to do something with that anger. I want you to know that unschooling is not exclusive to white families or families with lots of money. That explores our lives as people who trust children. And who also want to offer them opportunities to challenge. It's what we're... <laughs> Leave it. It's who are immersed. a lot. Oh. Four seasons later, 200 plus episodes in... This is where we are now.
you're swaying a lot. The state of the podcast network is really about three primary things. To say what has happened as we've bloomed from this podcast to this whole network, and then to talk about the structure of the network, the vision of the network, and the opportunities and invitations within this circle. So the first thing, gratitude and some details, a rundown of 2020. We also share the structure of Raising Free People Network, which is comprised of three initiatives and one offering. Part two is all about the vision ahead, specifically bringing in locking arms is how it feels to me, locking arms with other emerging and established unschooling community organizers. We're doing this online so much, and we're also doing it locally in ways that we can considering our global situation. So I'm really taking a lot of um, care and intention and time, yeah, to focus in on doing more of that with the elements that comprise Raising Free People Network. The third thing is to talk about the invitations to the village, over to our Make It Happen family, and over to being a philanthropic funder of Raising Free People Network. So to introduce you, in a sense, to our fiscal sponsor and to talk about the opportunities to fund elements of the network, things that you specifically like, or to hear what's on the menu, what the options are. So all of that in all this audio, full version, available on patreon.com, forward slash Akila. One of the things that I'm going to do here is make sure that you know the courses that are on and popping at the moment. And I want to go even a step further. I want to tell you the order in which I think the courses should be taken. Of course, take that with several grains of pink Himalayan sea salt because it's just one perspective. And also when I bring in the other folks, they will probably have different ideas of how we get this going. But let me tell you what I think from my lens so far. So the first course that we have and that will stay, because not all the courses will stay, but all of these that I'm listing will stay, is how to focus on learning. That is a course that Dr. Sanjata, who you should be familiar with from this network, if you are a long timer over here, Dr. Sanjata is another really active, passionate, committed voice in the self-directed education movement. And he and I put our brains together a couple years ago to really offer the course of action, the course of information that would allow for adults who did not actually choose self-directed education, but are now in a position to experience it and want to understand it. So, for example, grandparents, somebody's adult child who has a child decides that they're going to unschool with their kid and the grandparents are like, I don't get it. This is ridiculous. That person can send them to how to focus on learning. We didn't even think about, of course, a pandemic happening and people being like, yeah, but what about math and how's this going to work? They can't finish the packet. How to focus on learning. Okay, that's the first course. And I haven't been very good at marketing that course this year because of all the other things that have been going on. But it's okay because that's what we're talking about in terms of the vision forward. 
And when I get to part three on the invitations, we'll talk about ways to fix those issues of not having the space to work all of the things, make sure people get the information in all of the ways. So how to focus on learning is the first course, and that one is with me and Dr. Sunjata. The second course of action is From Schoolish to Self-Directed. That is my most recent course, and it really is a response to COVID-19 to really offer some clear signs, not really instructions, but clear signs of the things that we do in support of self-directedness evolving and the things that we tend to do knowingly or unknowingly that stop self-directedness from evolving in a child's life. That's really what that course is about. Lots of clear examples, lots of ideas about things that have worked for me and ideas of things that might work for you and really just space for you to start to become aware and to disrupt those patterns. The next one that I recommend is maybe checking out an Agile Learning Center so you can get access to the Is an Agile Learning Center a Good Fit for My Family course. That is a course that we actually, that was licensed through the ALC network. So how you get in is to get with an ALC network, let them know that you're interested in the course, and they can give you access to it for free. The other one, actually a couple choices, the next order would be if you're unschooling or exploring self-directedness primarily in a home setting, which is what most of us are doing now, I think that Parenting Patois would be a great course for you. Parenting Patois, to really talk about developing language and practice for unschooling and de-schooling in the adult-child dynamic in particular. That's what Parenting Patois is about. Now, if you are looking to do it more in a communal setting, like maybe opening up an SDE center or something like that, then maybe developing a disruptor's ear would be a better fit, particularly if you are white or if you are in a pervasively white experience in terms of SDE. If with the SDE center that you're interested in is majority white and there's just a lot of the work we know that comes with humanizing practices of being together because the myth of white supremacy and the settler colonial realities that we're in really make it, it makes it so that generally white people are not good at togethering. They're good at controlling and keeping a certain type of order. Whereas a lot of the people that I come across in self-directed education spaces are recognizing that, but they don't necessarily have tools for that. So developing a disruptor's ear is in Raising Free People Unschool, and that is another collaboration, this time between myself and Malika Diggs, who you've totally heard on the podcast before. So that is what I would recommend, either Parenting Patois, if you're doing this at home and just really working that, or developing a disruptor's ear if you're looking for a more communal space specifically to navigate the elements of pervasive whiteness. The next one And this one, now let's go out of the order, I think, of things to recommend just for a second, because this course is not available right now. It's actually the very first unschooling course that I created back in maybe 2012, 2013, and it's called The Unschooling Entrepreneur's Guide to Life and Learning. 
I was so bold to be like, yes, I know. Let me just do a course about this. I'm really into it. <laughs> so I am going to take a look back at the course with a, a few people and update it, right? Bring it into now, bring it into 2021, actually. And I'm going to launch it in the spring. And it really is about, as the title implies, working through the type of de-schooling that you will absolutely experience as an entrepreneur who gets into self-directed education. So if you start working on SDE with your kids at home and you feel like it has nothing to do with your business as an entrepreneur, keep going. Because the shedding and the sorting and the questioning do not operate in a little pocket. They go through all the elements of your life. They smoke you out. So this particular course, TUG, the Unschooling Entrepreneur's Guide to Life and Learning, T-U-E-G for short, will be out in the spring of 2021. Back in to our order of things, the next course, and again, this is just my idea of the order, don't stick to it if it doesn't feel good, is Simple Spirituality. If you've listened to, I mean, even just recent episodes, episode 192, 193, 196, so much of season two, <laughs> you'll hear some of the ways that spirituality becomes, if it isn't already, such an interesting and maybe even integral part for some of your raising free people practice. When you shed things, you need other things to be built up and nurtured, not in place of the things that you shed, but sometimes you need those things around it so that you can grow based on the things that you shed and who you are now. Simple Spirituality does that. And I'm going to be bringing in facilitators for that too, which will look like live trainings with some of the folks that you're already familiar with, not just for Simple Spirituality, but for all the courses. So again, Damari, I'm going to be reaching out. Tiersa, we already have a planning session scheduled. Jasiri, who has been a supporter for our movement and yoga practice, Mindful Movement. Cosmo, Only Black Cosmonaut, who's also mindfulness and meditation. I actually have been working with him inside the Schoolish to Self-Directed course. So if you're in there, you've been familiar with him and I'm going to keep that going. Leslie, who I just mentioned already. Anthony, who is another presence counselor. That's the other thing we were able to do this year. We brought in some presence counselors, not guidance counselors, presence counselors. Where are you at right now in your learning practice? in relation to your children, and how can we help you do that with a raising free people mindset? That's what our presence counselors do. Leslie is one of them, actively working with quite a few people right now. Anthony is one of them, and he will also be on Fair of the Free Child podcast next year as a co-facilitator. So excited about that. Marley, who you've heard on this podcast, teen, unschooler, also my daughter. So people like that in my circles who are living this work and understanding it with nuance, those are the people that I'm inviting in to support our deepening and our confidence building inside this practice. I want you to be thinking about someone who can fund at the level where they actually want to connect with my fiscal sponsor because they are going to need a tax deductible donation for their $50,000 or their $20,000 or $100,000 or whatever it is that they can bring into this movement with dollars in particular. 
the type of funding that is not the colonized kind. Because even in philanthropy, and this might not be news to everybody, but it's news to somebody. Even in philanthropy, there is still very much the weight of colonization. It is a colonized area, just like basically everything else. Because what I'm looking for are the types of grants that do not require me to shuck and jive and dance to prove that I'm doing what I'm saying. Because I am doing it, and I don't need to take time to write a bunch of reports and post for pictures so you could look like you're doing something in a community. No. Funders can already get that information from conversation, from a bit of research, and from a removal of the need to be celebrated and centered because you have the capacity to give dollars. So, to be clear, I only am applying for the types of funding that do not call for me to compete or to shuck and jive and to be constantly distracted by proving something for somebody's write-up. But instead, something that says, like the type of funding that I have gotten to some extent so far, the type of funding that says, look, I trust you. I believe you. I've done my research. It's a go. Keep doing what you're doing. That's what I'm looking for. People who are looking at investing in philanthropy in that particular way. So if you know somebody like that or you are somebody like that, reach out to me, she at AkilaSRichards.com. Or you can just head over to RaisingFreePeople.com. There's a little microphone icon that gives you up to five minutes to just talk, talk, talk. Tell me what you're thinking. Tell me what you're feeling. I get those messages directly as well. So the vision is to normalize self-directed education skill sets and the work is already being done. And what I'm inviting in here is an opportunity for folks to help deepen that work to deepen their practice of a non-colonized, completely liberation-minded, trust-centered way of funding what we're doing here at Raising Free People Network with all of the legal things, checkboxes that need to happen for that transaction to be clear and solid. Let's talk about it. She at AkilaSRichards.com. Thank you for listening to Fair of the Free Child podcast. We love and appreciate the support, the connection, the expansion of this, and encourage you to continue to listen and share. Look, even though we are at the end of a season, January will be filled with wonderful replays sprinkled with a little bit of new new. All right. So I personally picked out some episodes that I felt were so relevant right now in particular. So we're going to play those. But I'm also going to sprinkle some new new in there in terms of details that you might need to know in January. So be sure to continue to listen to us throughout January. Subscribe wherever you subscribe to podcasts. I'm sending you so much love while I get my rest on for the next few weeks. I hope you do the same. Plenty love and chatty next season. (laughs) 